The following podcast contains spoilers for Freaks. You have been warned! Everybody, I'm your host, Glenjamin Button, along with your host, Miguel Megusto. On top of the morning to you. I felt like I had to go with your pattern with that little <laughs> spoiler. And then I, I just yelled into it afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, happy St. Patrick's Day to those. Granted, when this comes out, it's going to be a week after St. Patrick's Day, but it is St. Patrick's Day today. Uh, I'm not wearing any green, but no one can pinch me because I am in isolation. I was not because I'm sick, but because other people are sick, probably. I think we're all in isolation at this point. Yeah, we're all in isolation. Uh, so, with us being in isolation, you think that you would have seen some movies this week. Is that true, Glenn? You know, it's it's true that you would think that, but <laughs> as of yet, it's yet to be seen to be true. Mm. Uh, I have not seen anything except for Freaks, which we will get into, obviously. Definitely. Um, I still didn't even finish Altered Carbon. I'm literally about one episode away, just holding on by a string. <laughs> uh, so... J- just freaks, then. You are <laughs> just freaks. a disappointment of a co-host. Just well, kidding. Just well, if kidding. We're, if we're being fair here, the next two to eight weeks, I could watch 6,000 movies. Uh, I'd like to see you try. but <laughs> Yeah, that no. couldn't even do 365. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not disappointed. I'm just... Just angry. heartbroken. Well, no, it's the opposite. No. <laughs> um... <laughs> It's fine. I, I really don't care. Uh, I saw four movies, including including Freaks. Uh, I saw Fire in the Sky, which is an alien abduction movie that is based on a true hoax, as you know, it's probably has not happened. Is is that um, the one with Mila Jovovich, or is that a, the other? No, that is the that fourth kind that, that they advertise as being a documentary, but was not a documentary. It was not at all. Um, uh, but Fire in the Sky is uh, based on the quote-unquote abduction of a man called Travis Walton in Arizona in 1975. Um, The crazy part is that five of his friends witnessed it. So whether something happened and then they ran away thinking that something did happen and he just kind of went with it, or if they were all in it from the get-go, that's that's one thing. But uh, yeah, it's... It's it's a weird story, but it's it's good. It's pretty dull for the most part, but then ramps up towards the end. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fine. It's a good movie. Uh, nothing crazy though. Uh, then I saw Lady Macbeth with uh, our girl Lawrence uh, Lawrence oh, Florence Pugh. Florence no, Pugh. Lawrence Fishburne, our girl. Yeah. That's our and, girl. <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne is our girl. Uh, but Florence Pugh is also our girl. Uh, I love that she lady. is. Um, I avoided watching this because I thought it was going to be like a romantic, you know, one of those forbidden romance story, which it yeah. kind of is, but it takes a very dark turn, and I loved it. Um, so I can't, I can't recommend Lady Macbeth enough. It's fantastic. Uh, then Freaks, obviously, and then today while working because I'm working from home, I watched Broken Arrow. <sighs> Because all this my coworkers one, one keep talking about these, all these coworkers keep talking about these bad '90s action movies, and keep telling me I have to watch them. And so far, I've watched three of them, and 
I'm only been impressed with The Rock, really. Face Off is fine, but The Rock is good. Yeah, well, Face Off was the meme. Yeah, Face Off a is a meme movie. of a movie. Broken Arrow, I haven't seen. It's so terrible. I can't it's not talk good. About it. It's. I, I wouldn't imagine it being any good, though. Yeah, John Travolta I, is is kind of interesting in it, but that's about it. Your um, your coworkers need like a reality check and what's good. <laughs> I need to just give them a, a list of movies like I gave you and. I was gonna say you need to give them what <laughs> they need. And they need a spice of Mike life. Yes, they do. Uh, but yeah, that's all <laughs> I watched this week. Uh, <laughs> let's jump into some movie news. Um, let's see. What should we start with first? We got a lot to talk about. Uh, obviously uh, the big one, I guess. Um, that's that's all I've really got to talk about, to be honest. Well, you go for the big one, and then well, we'll the talk big about one. The as ones. as we talked about last week, um, everything seems to be getting pushed back now because mm-hmm. of El Coron, the El, El Coron virus. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean Regal Theaters officially closed all of their uh, th- locations indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Um, up to two to eight weeks. So your boy, your boy ain't got weeks. no job for two to eight weeks. Oh man, did you file for unemployment already? Not yet, but I will get mm, there. Yeah. You um, gotta get that. So yeah, um, pretty much uh, everything's either getting pushed back or what I've just recently learned. Most things are just gonna go straight to digital. Uh, that way, the companies might be able to make some sort of money off of it. Um, yeah. And. I mean, that's definitely a smart move to just go straight to digital while everybody's stuck at home and then they get to watch the movies. Yeah, definitely. I, I kind of was hoping they would do that. I am a little worried about the fallout from this because, uh, I mean, I don't know if you saw kind fallout of... Fallout shelters? Yeah, I get it. Tra- transitioning <laughs> it from that, uh, NBC Universal said that they will now make certain movies available on demand immediately. Um, I don't know what... they They haven't talked about what exactly um and they said that they'll do this moving forward even after the pandemic i don't know um, how i feel about that but yeah uh, right now they have the hunt invisible man emma uh and then they are going to release uh trolls world domination world whatever tour, it's called world domination world, <laughs> world domination sorry same I'm, thing really yeah for them. same thing um and that hasn't come out yet, but they're going to be doing... That might come out this weekend, though, so it might not be that far in advance. Yeah. Um. Oh, no, set to come out April 10th. Uh, and overall, I'm just kind of worried what this is going to mean for movie theaters, you know. I understand movie theaters have been going downhill for a while. Um, I hope they never fully just close. I don't think they will, but I, I, I like where we're at now, where, you know certain theaters get certain movies not every theater gets every movie um i feel like that's a good um compromise if you will and i i just i'm i'm yeah i'm just worried what's gonna happen i hope this doesn't hurt the independent theaters at all that's mainly my that's my main concern like yeah your, your Bryn Mars or your amblers uh colonial uh those those smaller theaters that are are not only do they show like art house f- f- uh, movies, but they have a lot of history to them. They're usually like much older theaters from like the twenties or thirties, uh, or fifties, you know, forties, decades. A lot of old decades, things. yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm worried about it. But you know, I guess there's it's beyond our control at this point. Um, should we go into the sad news? Well, not sad news, but worrying news or happy news right now. 
Um, right now I'm just scrolling through the Screen Rant page and why is every article either like a superhero movie article or just every, like almost every article? Because Screen Super. Rant only cares about selling ads. They that's, don't actually care about movies. That's insane. Let's go into the... You can quote me on that. Let's go into the sad news. Sad news? Well, it's not really that sad news. It's, he'll be fine. He's he's healthy. But uh, I- Idris Elba has tested positive for mm-hmm. COVID-19, also known as the coronavirus. Um, First you get our boy T. Hanks, and then you T. move Hanks. to... T. Hanks. I'm more worried about T. Hanks just because he's older. Yeah. Uh, Idris Elba, you know, he's he's a in better shape than I am and he's probably got about 20 30 years on me. Um yep. so <laughs> meet yeah. both of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh I I think he'll be fine but you you know it's just as far as I'm aware he's the second celebrity to be the third if you, you uh, counting um Tom Hanks's wife Rita Wilson. Um Yeah. But uh yeah, it's um, it's it's a strange time right now. Yeah, it's it's it sucks, but at the same time, it's really nice to see these. Uh, not nice. That's a bad word for it. But not nice to see like the celebrities to get uh, be getting like a virus or something like this mm-hmm. to show that they're regular people, to yeah. not immortalize well, not, these people. Yeah, they're not a, a you know somehow immune to all these diseases. Yeah. I mean, I don't wish the sickness on anybody, but oh yeah, no, it's it really puts people in rea- like a reality check to be taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you should just, you know, go home, relax. Yeah. I saw a, a video with... Um, Wash your goddamn hands. Yeah. I saw a video with Max Brooks and his more famous father, Mel Brooks, um, mm-hmm. where they were separated by uh, a glass door. And Max Brooks was like, I'm Max Brooks. I'm 47. If I get coronavirus, I'll be fine. My dad, Mel Brooks, if, if I infect him... He might die. He might also kill Carl Reiner. He might kill Dick Van Dyke. And a whole <laughs> era of comedians are, are gone at that point. And I was like, that, yeah. that's a way, good way of putting it into perspective. That's not really for us young people. It's to make sure we don't kill old people Yeah. by uh, spitting all over them. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there. They're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, we're, no, we're going to be fine. And then, like, it's not about you. It's about people that could catch it from you. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm the only reason I'm upset about the movie theaters being closed... I, I completely understand it, but, like, yeah, I like going to the movie theaters. I, I'm not, like, I don't think it's an overreaction, but I just wish I had something to do when I'm stuck working at home. Yeah, I don't think... Forever. I really don't think concessions should be open. Yeah. I mean, I, I if just with how those things are, I don't think anything should be open, but definitely, True. like, they should should close concession. I think I should still um, be able to work, but... Oh, yeah, you know, I mean, that's, you're maintenance. You're maintenance, <laughs> yeah, maintenance. So. I have nothing to do with the public, but... Yeah, they should honestly take advantage of this and just have you work on a ton <laughs> of shit. You would think, um, but they're, they're also making no money for the yeah, next two to eight weeks, yeah, so I also understand true. at the same time. But, uh, uh let's, for, let's get into some happy news, shall yeah, we? Bring on the happy. Amazon Prime is bringing back the kids in the hall. The past, how old am I? I'm I'm 30. I've been able to vote in th- three, four presidential elections, something like that. <laughs> I have always looked for the person who would bring back kids in the hall as the person to vote for, and not a single candidate has made that their platform. Mm-hmm. But Amazon, goddammit, Amazon is bringing back kids in the hall, They're and the we can finally it. have a sigh, sigh of relief and enjoy... Uh, some some Canadian humor, um, 
No news on when it will be released yet, but they're filming it. They have signed the entire original cast to it. So oh uh, all, all five Sweet. of them. Yeah. No one. You got Dave Foley, Kevin McDonald, Bruce McCullough, uh, Mark McKinney, and Scott Thompson. Uh, you know, all great comedians. And I am stoked on it. I'm stoked for you. Yeah. Have you and ever also, seen Kiss I haven't. Ooh. Ooh, Glenn, 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 Glenn. Listen, I'm, I'm sure. Small I'm, baby. I'm sure with this deal, they're going to be having the. Uh, I'm sure they'll have the, all old the old series stuff too. too yeah. So w- once it's on there, you should definitely check it out. It's hilarious. But uh, yeah, that's all Until we got for then, news. That that is the movie news. So let's get into freaks. By definition, any freaks who are running loose are illegal. Abnormals are dangerous, and we can't let them live free. Chloe! Hey! Someone could have seen you. Sorry, Dad. We have to stay hidden. They look just like us, right? Where are you going? I don't want to hide anymore. You gotta be strong like your mom was. You knew my mom? What are you talking about? What did you see there? They took her away. Directed, written, and directed <laughs> by Zach Lepofsky and Adam B. Stein, starring Emil Hirsch, Bruce Stern, Grace Park, and Amanda Crew. Uh, Freaks is about a bold girl who discovers a bizarre, threatening, and mysterious new world beyond her front door after she escapes her father's protective and paranoid control. I love this synopsis because it is so vague that it does not tell you what the fuck is going on, and I love that. Because honestly, I'm just going to say it, this movie blew me away with how small of a scale it was, but they made it seem like a huge scale. Yeah, it's just really just took me off guard how how much i enjoyed this movie it took me a good this movie's what an hour 45 minutes it took yeah. me like a good 45 minutes to an hour to realize what was actually going on yeah like i, I, I you already said spoilers so we could start spoiling it but mm-hmm. um so so like in the beginning of the movie i'm like okay this is kind of like some like invasion of the body snatchers type movie like where like the people on the outside are just like Mm -hmm. you know bad bad people who are trying to kill you not the same entity as a human being and you think the two people on the inside are just regular human beings trying to survive i was like okay i could see that and then they started like talking about abnormals and shit i'm like wait what the uh, wait which ones are abnormals now because emile hirsch's eyes were just bleeding Wait, who is who? And uh, what what is happening? And then Bruce mm-hmm. Dern, and then I'm like, my mind was melting. I'm not gonna oh, lie yeah. about it. They do a great job at withholding just enough information at the right times, and then mm-hmm. when they do explain it, it doesn't feel like exposition. It feels natural, and yeah. and uh, you know, it comes up in in a fluent way or fluid way to to make it feel like there was nothing else they could talk about other than. The fact that these mosques, motherfuckers, are all like X-Men type villains. Mm-hmm. It's, it's essentially just an X-Men movie, uh, not in the MCU, thank God. 
Um, yeah, you don't even, it doesn't even feel like it until at least the last like half hour or oh, so. Oh, yeah. Well, the entire time you're just like, you, you, it sets it up where the dad is just crazy and, and abusive to his daughter. Um, and, and you kind of, you don't trust him at first. And then things just keep happening and you're just like, what is going on? Like, yeah, how it's, does she it's keep an, having these people in her room? The first, and, the first half of the movie is a straight up isolation movie where mm-hmm. paranoia starts to set in. You start seeing things like you, you, well, you're at least thinking this, you, you start to see the characters start to see things that aren't really there, like in the girl's closet and stuff like that. And you're like, okay, she's just going crazy. She was just locked up for the last seven years of her life. It makes mm-hmm. sense. And then it actually throws the actual plot into it. And you're like, oh, oh yeah, definitely. And, it's and crazy. And then you think that like Bruce Dern's character is one of the, the bad guys because he's kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just, you know, the whole ice cream thing, which I'm sure was on purpose. Um to make it to kind of be like a red herring where you're like, Oh no, this isn't reality. This is reality. And they, they just do enough to keep you interested, but not like to give everything away. And it's just, it's just so well paced in how it reveals information to you. Um, and it gives you like little hints here and there. And, and I, I just like, I, I don't know what to say. Like it was just like a fantastic small movie. This this movie was really trusting its audience. Yeah. Like a lot a lot of like me, of course, my dumbass. Like it really <laughs> it really did, it didn't hold your hand the whole way. It like threw little tidbits like oh this is this here you go. Here you go. Yeah. Not not just like holding your like exposition like this is the thing that is happening to these people. Mm-hmm. And it really really gave you the ride along that it, you needed for this to be an excellent movie yeah and i, I uh, not gonna lie i, I love this freaking movie it was great yeah yeah it was, it was fantastic and and uh I, I i first heard about this film when i was listening to another podcast uh film riot actually has a podcast um and and they he had the directors on or one of the directors i can't remember if it was both or one um he had one of them on or both of them on and they just talked about this movie and how they got it made for so cheap and you know they they had these big name actors with emil hirsch and bruce dern uh granted as as our friend john clark said emil hirsch was just coming off of you know being in rehab for alcohol Mm -hmm. uh at that time so he he was probably just like hungry for work again but bruce dern did not need to take a pay cut um no Especially around this, this was right after or shortly after Nebraska, which kind of, I don't want to say his career ever went away, but it kind of revitalized his career um, with Nebraska and then, you know, Hateful Eight and all that. Yeah, it was um, around that time where it just started kicking back up for him again. Yeah, yeah. And and they both did not really need to, t- to work on such a small movie, but it really gives the film some... some uh, talent you know i I, I don't want to paid off i don't want to like talk shit on anyone else in this movie because everyone in this movie does fine Mm -hmm. uh but you know compared to bruce stern and emile hirsch you can kind of see that they're not exactly quite at their level and and again that's just me nitpicking like just bruce stern is such a natural actor uh emile hirsch uh he he's i would say he's normally better than he is in this but he's still really good in this um and, and the I, I just love it when big name big names do smaller 
uh, budgeted things like this. You know, they take a pay cut. They take something on the back end to kind of make up for it uh, just to get it made. And that says a lot about the story. Yeah, the, this this movie was so just excellent. Even the little girl, she was just killing it. In this oh, movie. yeah. She was so, like, innocent in the beginning of the movie. And, like, you, then you, the paranoia, like, factor starts setting in. And then you realize it's not paranoia. She's actually, like, mm-hmm. be, tele, tele, tele... Fuck. Telepathic? Te- telepathic? Tele- telepathic. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I felt like she was just controlling me just a second ago. <laughs> you you but, know what I just realized? Telepathy is the word I was going telepathy, for. Telepathy, yeah. Time. You know what I just realized, though? Everyone talks about, like, Brightburn. Oh, oh it's an evil Superman. Fucking this is an evil Superman. Like, oh, that movie was ass cheeks. This movie oh, yeah. was like, tenfold better. Yeah, and, and she... And, and like and, her development through this movie is insane. Just oh, like yeah. the, the paranoia factor, and then you realize it's not paranoia; it's her powers. Mm-hmm. And then how just she flips it when she learns she can do whatever she wants at this point. Oh yeah, and just turns like into a complete badass because she just wants her mother. Damn it! Yeah. Did you see Brightburn? I did. I hated that movie. So yeah, much. it was real bad. Like they had no reason for him to turn evil other than he got shot down by a girl which is so tired it's such a overused excuse um in reality too not just in yeah what really happened what with that movie that what happened was this the spaceship was basically his um i guess he was there to kind of destroy earth or some shit i don't know but the spaceship basically turned him super evil instead of just like it was real dumb mean little dick but this you know while they're the protagonists it makes sense for her to go a more evil route where you mm-hmm. know that shit's going to go down. And it's it's not like they're they're going to go hunting for people. It, it leaves it in a way where you know that like they're not going to mess with anyone unless people mess with them and then they're going to fuck shit up. Yeah. Um, but it, it's I, I really enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the dynamic uh, of how you slowly learned that Bruce Stern was the grandfather and he had a he had a grudge against Emil Hirsch because he thought Emil Hirsch was being, you know, a a, a coward and, and super and protective like of the daughter instead yeah, of going over, after super the super overly protective and yeah. It, it's it showed both sides, it showed everything. And it, it just it just revealed everything so well and so paced. It was just well paced and I don't have much to to say negatively about this. You know, it had a lot of oh shit moments, like especially when the daughter was controlling certain people, and and uh, it kind of had a um, a a topical feel without getting too political about like uh, immigration and stuff. You know, where everyone's like, oh, they're they're different from us, and then they find out they're not so different, and then they freak out and shit happens anyway but I, yeah, I, I just really enjoyed everything about it I, I I like the story where like it this is a nice twist on like the whole superpowers thing mm-hmm. I, I like stories that like tell like oh we're not just gonna immortalize these people we're gonna either like we're gonna like do something to make those things their own or just we're just going to shun them and try to destroy them or capture them or just mm-hmm. like those kind of stories instead of just like oh i've got these powers i'm going to save people now instead of like stuff like that where it's yeah. just kind of empty-minded about it you're just like oh it's, that's just how it is yeah these types like, of movies 
like and, and the way this built up to everything was just so well done mm-hmm. and she's not a superhero she's not a super villain she just was living her life and yeah. was in total isolation for her whole life and this is the result of it is the way it ended mm-hmm. which sucks but uh it was it made for a great ending oh yeah i, I really enjoyed this uh it was a uh real good surprise i yeah, I expected I really, it to be entertaining, but not as good as it was. Yeah, I didn't look at my phone once this whole the whole time watching this movie. I'm trying to yeah. obviously not do that, mm-hmm. but uh, I didn't. I didn't even touch my phone. I was playing a game while watching it, but it's mm-hmm. a very mindless game, and that was mainly just me trying to like get rid of the anxiety this movie was making <laughs> for me. Not not because like it's it's an extreme, extremely no, no. tense movie. It's just there's a lot of awkward situations, um, by design. Like it's not just like an awkward movie. It's yeah. it's you know, there's this one part where a cop thinks Bruce Dern is a pedophile, and I was just like, oh, oh. Well, Bruce Dern. <laughs> um, there you go, Bruce Dern. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I think everyone should check this movie out. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's really absolutely. good. I, I really hope people capitalize. It was number nine. Um, it was number nine on Netflix when I checked this morning, which I guess yeah. they have like a top ten system now. Yeah. So that's I really new. hope people capitalize on this movie while, uh, while they're either home sick or just home because mm-hmm. their business is closed because this is a really great movie and it came out in 2018 and i'm glad it's kind of getting a uh a resurgence re- yeah a resurgence yeah definitely she's not dead yet what hiding is out we are never getting out of here alive Look what you've done. I saved us! Where are you, Mommy? That shall bring us to The Judgment. Uh, I think it's pretty clear. Uh, I'm going to say this is a shelf boy. I'm not going to build it up or anything. It's it's just a solid movie. I'm glad that it's getting recognition finally. And uh, yeah, hope no, everyone enjoys it. The only build up these people need is the build up of this movie, which they need to watch. It's a shelf boy. Yes, we got another shelf boy with freaks. We're back. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're back after the forest. Ugh. And that will bring us to the plugs for next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of, I'm, 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 if I'm going to be honest, I had a, a a struggle struggle bus with uh, what to find for a, a um, plug. I can't even talk. That's how struggle bus I am. <laughs> uh, and and uh, so I kind of just pick something. It's a trailer that I find intriguing. Um, I'm not quite as as excited about it as other trailers that I, I talked about earlier on the podcast in previous weeks, but uh, you know, it's an A24 movie, so we always got to talk about A24. Yes. And it is called Saint Maud. How long have you been doing this? Just over a year. What were you doing before? I worked in a hospital. What made you leave? It's what God wanted. What's going on, Katie? Come on, you can tell me. Back 
Back then, I was so lost. But now, I am transformed. And soon, everyone will see. Maud, he isn't real. He's everywhere. He's physically in me. Um, and it just kind of looks like a horror thriller uh, based around a uh, religious zealot who is being bullied by atheists and just kind of loses her mind. And it looks great. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. Um, not as excited as The Green Knight, of course. The only yeah, reason I mention that is because it's right up here. Uh, but it, it looks really good. So the trailer for Saint Maud. All right. Um, so like the last, I guess since the last podcast, I have kind of been trying to get out of this rut where I just listen to music at work, mm-hmm. and I've been listening to podcasts now. Um, just because I should probably there's some things I should probably like learn instead of just listening to mindless music all the time. <laughs> um, so I decided to listen to this one podcast. It is on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and I'm sure there's other outlets as well. But um, Myths and Legends by Jesse mm-hmm. Weiser. This is a podcast where I adapt stories from mythology and folklore. Some are incredibly popular stories you think you know, but with surprising origins. Others are stories that might be new to you, but are definitely worth a listen. Today's story is from the Kalevala, a Finnish epic poem I've had requests to cover Basically, since the beginning of this podcast. Um, basically, it's this guy who tells uh, these like half an hour, usually half an hour long uh, stories about different types of fairy tales, myths, legends like Hercules, Mulan, uh, Baba Yaga, or Yaga technically. It's just all types of stories. And he just tells these stories that, and they go by quick. They go by way faster than you expect them to if you're just kind of doing like stuff that I do, mm-hmm. uh, which is just watching paint dry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh he's he's really good he kind of throws in his like own mix of like say, like he'll tell the story and then be like oh well i think i think it would have been a better story if it was told this way but that's what makes it the story that it is and why it survived so long put a modern twist on things he'll even put in like smart ass comments where like baba yaga has uh, a house uh with chicken leg uh yeah chicken legs for stilts and he's like what the fuck is even that? And then he'll just move on with the story. <laughs> well, did you see the new Hellboy? I did not. They they have a uh, Baba Yaga in it, and it's a uh, it's a sight. That's for sure. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, but yes. yeah, I hundred percent 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 recommend Myths and Legends. It's on all those outlets that I mentioned earlier. And yeah, that's my plug for the week. Cool. So that are our, that is our plugs for next week. Glenjamin Button, it is your turn. To choose oh, the assignment. Boy, I feel what so is the honored. class going to watch this week? So I felt like it was necessary for us to watch a Christopher Walken movie. Hey! Hey, it's been so hey. long. Where, where did you put me? <laughs> Why am I so low on the shelf boy list? Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I haven't really seen this one, but it's it's got pretty good reviews. It's from 1990 called The King of New York. Frank White is a free man. How come you never came to see me? Who wanted to see you in a cage, man? He served his time. 
What can we expect from the reformed Frank White? I want to be mayor. He paid his debt. Go someplace where you can stay out of trouble. But some things don't change. From here on, nothing goes down unless I'm involved. No blackjack, no dope deals, no nothing. You're waiting years for this. I know what you're up to, White. Forget it. I'm gonna make you and your friends disappear long before that. Are you arresting me? Frank's Park Avenue attorney can get him out in 10 minutes. 10 minutes later! I feel no remorse. I got a quarter million dollar contract on anyone involved in this case. The cops tried to stop him their way. I'm not your problem. I'm just a businessman. Now they'll have to do it his way. There's only one way to get Frank. Christopher Walken, King of New York. Expected to get away with killing all these people. I never killed anybody that didn't deserve it. Ooh. Uh, obviously, it stars Christopher Walken, uh, David Caruso, uh, Lawrence Fishburne, uh, Victor Argo, and a bunch of bunch of other people. It is directed by Abel Ferreira and written by Nicholas Saint John. The movie is called King of New York. Cool. Uh, now. I have seen this one, but I don't remember it, so... Damn, the only reason I didn't pick it, because you didn't review it. Yeah, I didn't review it, because I don't remember it, so uh, I'm actually kind of glad I get to rewatch it. Uh, Like, I remember shots and stuff, and, but uh, it is... I went through this phase when I was, like, 16, 17. Let me speed boost your memory real quick with a synopsis that I didn't read yet. Oh, yeah, I forgot that we didn't read the synopsis. (laughs) A drug kingpin is released from prison and seeks to take total control of a criminal underworld in order to give back to the community that actually is kind of noble if you think about it yeah definitely but anyway when cool. you were 16 yeah when i was like 16 or 17 i went through this phase of just watching whatever i could get my little hands on it was like right when netflix dvd came out mm. um and started like shipping you dvd so i just like had a, a 200 movie long queue that oh, i would wow. just run through and that was one of them um and you know, I probably just wasn't paying attention when I watched it, which is why I don't remember it. Um, so, yeah. The King of New York, eh? King of New York, everyone. Yeah. So, that will be our assignment for next week, everyone. Where, where can we watch that again? Uh, that is on Amazon Prime. Uh, let me quick, because there was two more other. Uh, Tubi or Voodoo. Ooh, okay. So, Amazon Prime, Tubi or Voodoo. Tubi uh, or Voodoo. Tubi or Voodoo. <laughs> is where you can watch The King of New York starring Christopher Walken. Uh, as always, you can find our website at keystonefilmreview.com. On Instagram, we are keystone underscore film underscore review. Twitter, we are keystone underscore film. On Facebook, we are keystone film review. And on Letterboxd, I am Mike KFR. And I am Glenn KFR. And that will do it until next week. Thank you all for listening and have a great, safe social distancing isolation. I know I will. <laughs> Oh no. Oh god. <laughs>